Good evening, 22-11 hours, um, Saturday, the 17th of April, 2021. And I was just watching a video where someone was explaining why God and science are interrelated. The person was saying, why is it that um, creation itself is not proof of a creator? And you know, that's actually very true. Um, and I answered that in a way I say it is because we see creation or scientists see creation as patterns unfolding and because of the many theories that support their theory they believe that um, that is how we came to be now I've studied a lot of science <laughs> I've studied quantum physics I've studied um, biology studied chemistry studied the patterns of the universe sacred geometry and study different books the Upanishads if I let me not just go into a lot of books because that's not relevant right now but the point is <laughs> even if we are patterns unfolding how do the patterns come to be in the first place now looking at the string theory some of us trace ourselves back to vibrations through first prion because before it was a quark that was said to be the smallest um, existence now is a prion and before you know it in some years it'll probably be something else um, we have bosons actually those are pretty small as well and then we have the universe which is supposed to be the largest scale of um, creation unfolding in a pattern now as I'm talking to you through this medium this is a vibration I'm pouring my words out to you Psalms 19 helps us understand that the words were laid out like to the end of the world and of course, using biblical terms, you find out that in the beginning was a word, the word was with God, and the word was God. If you go to First John, John chapter 1 actually tells you that the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. Now, the word becoming flesh and dwelling amongst us is a reflection of who we are right now. We are the word made flesh and we are dwelling here in this universe. Why are we the word made flesh? Because before I can speak to you, I have to speak a sound to you to catch your attention. That sound is a word that has gone forth. How did you come to be in the first place? The sound was called forth, right? That is why you have names. And those who do have names, why do we name everything around us? Think about it. Because we are giving it a sound pattern. <laughs> so if you're giving it a sound pattern, what are you doing? You're naming things. That means you're creating with your words as well. Now, if we look at our own creations, how many of us can replicate the universe even on a small scale? How many of us can replicate animals even on a small scale? The only replication we can make are replications of ourselves, and that's because we have to use means that are innate in us to achieve this. And it is only the women that can do this. The men can't do this because the women are the reproductive species. So... If it is only women that can give birth to children and it is through the sperm of a male um, that means you're actually not creating is because of the process of creation which has made you get to that point of creation itself if you are a creator if you claim to have no creator what you should do is you should create yourself first and foremost <laughs> and of course scientists are trying to do that using clones um, but now when you use clones we talk about consciousness what consciousness do these clones have do we transfer the data of the brain to them how do they function 
how do they breathe do we transfer breath to them can you breathe life into them into these creatures into these creations tell me if you can do that then indeed you've achieved this form of godhood right and you can replicate that pattern over and over then indeed you can now say that i have become a creator now becoming a creator doesn't just stop at that because <laughs> one thing the creator did for us which i always say is the most humbling thing ever is to give us freedom of thoughts freedom of association and freedom to actually choose whether to believe in him or not and i don't know how many of us actually even give our children that kind of freedom in the first place not to talk more of creations we make look at ai look at the programs that we have been making for years we always put back ends to it so that we can come back and ensure that they are running the program smoothly <laughs> so if we don't even give our programs autonomous um value i'm not even it's not supposed to be value actually but um you know giving them a leadership position in quotes um the ability to make their own choices how how are we how are we functioning under that ability now the thing about god is that from my perspective he doesn't need anybody to worship him he doesn't need anybody to acknowledge him he is <laughs> he is above creation because it is from a point above creation that you create and that is where scientists miss a lot because they haven't delved into the spirit of the matter they only delve in the matter of the spirit <laughs> So delving into the spirit itself will show you that there is something beyond functioning from unseen realms functioning from unseen realities these are the things that are going to help us move into different dimensions and of course we have dark matter we have dark energy which are unseen realities which most scientists are still trying to battle we have black holes which we are still trying to study so there's a lot that is unknown so why give a definite answer for an unknown when you can give an unknown answer for a definite known for me the definite known is the creator himself because i decided that i will go to every length possible to get that connection with the creator personally and i did it i got that personal connection with the creator and it is something i'm never ever giving up for anything in this world because it's the most important connection we have and of course They'll tell you the kingdom of God is within you, and that is true because the kingdom of God is within you. How do I come to this knowledge? Because everything happens from within. Your view of the universe itself is from within. That doesn't mean that there's no universe that everybody doesn't see, because it's like a hologram. It's a holographic view. We are actually vibrating. We are light constantly vibrating, and we're also beyond vibration itself. So. because we don't see ourselves vibrating due to our eyes and of course you can see that our eyes actually have limited color patterns there's so much that we can't see so we are functioning in the seen that is the senses and not functioning in the unseen which is beyond the senses and what is beyond the senses the ether the spirit is beyond the senses so when you came to spiritual discourse if spirit came to spiritual self you get to find out that you're now delving into unseen realities delving into unseen realms functioning with a understanding which dwells in you basically now what is consciousness consciousness is an awareness of a flow 
of vibration and also a flow above vibration. We have different types of consciousness. Um, Michio Kaku will say that um, we are on the third level of consciousness. Um, because um, the animals have their own consciousness, plants have their own consciousness, inanimate objects have their own consciousness, and then we have our own consciousness based on the thinking level. Uh, but um, the mind and the brain are not really the same thing, and the spirit is above the mind and the brain because the universe is mental. As I say, this is my perspective which I'm trying to share. So, back to the question of creation in the first place. How will you understand creation without thinking of a creator? So science was looking at it from the other end, trying to look at creation at, at itself. So your creation, looking at yourself as creation and experiencing creation through your own lens and putting the function everything around you based on your perspective of creation itself, based on your studies of creation itself. So basically everything is seen from your lens, everything is seen from your point of view. Which is why I say everything is from within you. Because that is how you function with the universe from within. Everything relates back to you. So the universe basically just reflects your thoughts, reflects your actions, reflects your patterns back to you and you assume that this is the essence of creation but if you look at it even subjectively if you look at it objectively you find out that indeed all this is through your lens but because many people agree with your perspective that's when you come to a kind of um, unified knowledge and that is what we're using unified knowledge leading to unified knowledge leading to unified knowledge but we find out that that unified knowledge changes over time because <laughs> the earth was flat and now it's not so <laughs> that's just one example of so many things that we have thought we have gotten right so many laws but one thing that governs the world and governs the universe um, are principles key principles so functioning under principles functioning under laws shows you that there's a greater awareness of what is and these laws themselves are plato says um the form was gotten from a higher form because the existence of a form itself presupposes the existence of a form in a higher reality. Because where does the idea of a form come from? When you think of a chair, you think of a chair because you can picture a chair. But whether the chair is a hard chair, whether it's wooden, whether it's made of cushion, whatever it's made of, that's up to you based on your understanding of the chairs you have around you. Well, there's a definite form of a chair which comes to mind when you talk about a chair. So let's ponder upon this for a while. <laughs>